Welcome to Limitless Thoughts, a podcast series from Limitless Life Counseling, where we explore questions, thoughts, ideas, and emotions. I'm Katie, and today I'm going to spend some time with the question of, what is this feeling? A question I think many of us have been asking as this global pandemic has changed much of our daily life. And as we explore this question together, I'm going to offer some thoughts of possible emotions we've all experienced in the past month, and then focus on one emotion in specific, and also offer some practical or tangible suggestions we might all apply in our lives. Before I start, I want to be clear that all the ideas and suggestions I share with you today have been inspired by conversations with colleagues, friends, and family, podcasts I've listened to, and articles I've read. And I think this is important to share because it demonstrates what we are experiencing is a shared experience. We might be practicing social distancing and quarantining, but we are all part of this experience. And my hope is that provides you with a sense of normalcy and connection. So, let's explore this feeling. By this point, after several weeks of living in this changed world, I'm sure you've identified some emotions you're experiencing. As a mental health professional, as well as when I've been virtually talking with friends and family, I've heard people say, I'm scared, I'm depressed, I'm lonely, I'm confused, I'm anxious, sad, angry, frustrated. And I've even heard I'm less stressed, less anxious, less depressed because life has slowed down for me all valid, real emotions. I heard one podcast describe the collective grouping of all these emotions as an ambient feeling. What a great word. Ambient. Ambient is background noise, right? When I hear ambient, I imagine those little white noise machines or a constant hum of noise. And isn't that what this feels like? an emotional energy that can't be defined as one specific emotion, but as a collective group of emotions that we are sharing with each other. It also makes me think of fog. I love to use analogies to understand an idea. And fog, fog looks like you can reach out and grab it, hold it, but when you try, it slips through your fingers. And I feel like this ambient feeling we are experiencing is like fog. We try to name it, grab hold of it in our mind, and then it shifts, changes. It feels complex. I think I could probably do a podcast each week for the next 52 weeks on each specific emotion that is part of this ambient feeling. Don't worry, I'm not planning that. But I think it might be helpful today to focus on an emotion that we all seem to be experiencing. Grief. Wow. Just saying that word, grief, it's heavy. It takes up space. So let's give it some space or airtime today. And maybe come away with a new understanding of grief or a reacquaintance for those of you who know grief as well as some suggestions of how to process grief. So I googled the definition of grief and picked out some phrases and words on that first search page. 
mental suffering or distress over affliction or loss, sharp sorrow, painful regret, a cause or occasion of distress or sorrow. Those are powerful words. Suffering, distress, loss, sharp sorrow, painful. I think we might all be able to identify a moment or experience during these past weeks in which one of those words described our emotions. When we define and talk about grief, it's common to also start talking about the five stages of grief, a concept developed by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and David Kessler. The five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Kessler's actually just recently added a sixth stage, finding meaning. I'm sure you've heard the stages of grief don't happen in a specific order or even a specified amount of time. I like to think of them as ocean waves that ebb and flow in our experience of loss, sorrow, and pain. So these stages, how have you experienced them in the past month? That first stage I mentioned, denial. Have you experienced denial as the pandemic began, as national protocols have been created? How have you experienced denial that this is happening? Are you still in denial that this is happening? Have you experienced denial because you are an essential worker who hasn't had time to even process what's going on? Did you convince yourself quarantine would be over in two weeks? What has been your experience with denial? Anger. How have you experienced anger? Anger that the person in front of you just grabbed the last package of toilet paper? Or anger that you have had to stand in line to walk into a grocery store? Anger that your neighbors don't seem to be following the protocols? Anger that you won't have a commencement, that you've had to postpone a wedding, a vacation? Anger that you are putting your health at risk because you work in a high-risk environment? Anger that you've lost your job? What has been your experience with anger? Bargaining. Have you experienced bargaining? Have you said to yourself, if I follow the protocols, then the vacation I've planned for June will still happen, right? Or if I wash my hands and follow these protocols, then I won't get sick or my family won't get sick. Right? What have you been bargaining for? Depression. Have you experienced depression? Depression in the form of sadness, feeling of loss and loneliness. Depression when watching the news. Depression because life's routine is not like it was before. Depression that you have only been able to connect with family or friends through a webcam or a web call. Acceptance. Have you been able to accept the change to our culture, our way of living, which has happened so quickly in the past month? Are you able to accept that work isn't the same as it was a month ago, that school isn't the same as it was a month ago? Are you able to accept this experience will probably lead to more permanent changes in our culture, nation, and world? What about that sixth stage that has been added, finding meaning? 
Have you tried to find meaning in all of this? When you are standing in the grocery store, six feet behind the person in front of you, do those existential, existential questions like, what is most important to you? Who is most important in your life? What is my purpose? Why is this happening? What does this mean for the future? What meaning are you making out of this experience? Wow. Can we take a collective breath? <sighs> Talking about grief feels heavy, overwhelming, complex. Grief is heavy, overwhelming, complex. It carries so many questions and emotions, and that's okay, because at the root of grief is the acknowledgement that something in my life, in your life, in our lives, has changed. And change is challenging. <laughs> so probably at this point, your finger might be edging toward that stop button because all this talk of grief just sounds like more ambient noise that you don't want to feel and you might want to shut down that feeling. Stop this podcast before that grief wave crashes over you again. I get it. I feel it with you. And I think that means this is the perfect time to talk about what we can do to acknowledge, express, ground, and reframe grief and all the other ambient emotions we might be experiencing. Those four words, acknowledge, express, ground, and reframe, are the four suggestions I'm offering today. And like the stages of grief, these suggestions don't necessarily have to be done in a specific order. That first one, acknowledge. Acknowledge means asking yourself, what am I feeling? Try and put words to that feeling. Try and put words to that feeling by talking with family or friends. Put words to that feeling by journaling. Naming and identifying our emotions can give a sense of control and understanding. It's being able to grab hold of that metaphorical fog clouding your mind. Express. Express is asking yourself, what am I doing with this feeling? Am I bottling it up? Am I talking about it? Am I journaling? Am I going for a hike? Is this helpful or hurtful in how I'm expressing my emotions? In the mental health world, we sometimes refer to this as coping skills or in what healthy ways are you processing these emotions? Processing also sometimes involves creating boundaries or limits. Specifically with this experience, that might mean putting limits or boundaries around the amount of news and social media you take in. Ground, that third suggestion. Ground yourself. And you might ask, well, what does grounding mean? The grounding definition I'm offering today is staying present in the moment in this day. I think we've all experienced the feeling of uncertainty, the unending hamster wheel of questions about when will this end and what does the future hold. Slow the hamster wheel. Step off the hamster wheel and take this as an opportunity to practice simply being in your day. If you catch your thoughts starting that hamster wheel, take a breath. 
and tell yourself, be here, be here today. That last suggestion of reframe. Reframe your perspective of what's happening. I've heard this many times over the past weeks, and I've even caught myself saying, when things get back to normal, when I can do what I was doing before shelter in place, before social distancing, before... When we compare how our life is now to how our life was before, we open the door to resentment, pain, getting stuck in the memory of what was before. What if instead of saying back to normal, we said, this is new. This is a different normal, or this is the normal for today. That gives space for hope. The circumstances will change, but doesn't leave space for comparison. Another analogy for you. Reframing our experience reminds me of when the seasons change, and I go from wearing my winter shoes to flip-flops. I love flip-flops. I love the feel of my toes being free. And it used to be when summer ended, I would be so cranky for the first week of cold weather when I had to change my shoes. But I didn't like being cranky. And so in the past few years, I have reframed this at the end of the summer as it's time for different footwear. Not better, not worse. Not comparing my winter shoes with flip-flops. It's just different. I know changing footwear is not comparable at all to a global pandemic and the changes that will come after, but I think there is value in reframing the present as simply a different normal. Deep breath. That was a lot. I hope this podcast has given you some thoughts and suggestions that you can take and process and apply in your life right now. Above all else, know that you are not alone. Even in quarantine, in social distancing, we are all experiencing this together. Reach out and support each other. And remember, you have value and you are limitless. Thanks for listening.